Welcome to The Fast Five by Fear and Greed. I'm Michael Thompson and good morning, Sean Aylmer. Good morning, Michael. Sean, today, in just five minutes, we're going to look at the economy, but we're doing it from a slightly unusual angle. Yes, that's right. We talk all the time about the monthly labour force stats, quarterly GDP, inflation figures released by the Bureau of Statistics, but there are a bunch of other indicators that tell us how the economy is travelling, and some of them are a little bit wacky. Economist Stephen Kukoulos joins us. You can find him on Twitter at the Kirk. Stephen, do you have a favourite wacky economic indicator? I do, and it's sort of just—it's a new favourite because our friends at the Reserve Bank uh, late last year put out this um, uh, research paper on how to measure financial stress. Mm. Now that's a really important indicator when we've got this rate hiking cycle coming through, house prices are coming down, and so how do how do we measure financial stress, particularly when it's a lagging indicator? And the Reserve Bank, in their wisdom, started looking at Google searches mm. uh, for negative things to do with financial stress and social media, Twitter, for example. How many times people mentioned loan arrears or? mortgage increases or defaults and these sorts of things. And they came up with some sort of measure that says that if you look at the um, Google count on bankruptcy, fear of bankruptcy, credit problems, you actually had a fairly good indicator that there was financial stress occurring in the community. Wow. That's quite fascinating. Now, I do like what they call the skinny tie width indicator, which apparently men purchase more neckties during tough times. The idea is that they're giving the impression that they're employed. Hmm. In, indeed, that that is a good one, and it reminds me of my old cricket coach when, you know, he said, you know, when you turn up to cricket, make sure your whites are perfectly clean. You look fantastic because even if you can't play cricket, look as if you can. That's um, right. So, so I dare say that the tie indicator for males is one where, yes, if if you're going for a job interview and you sort of turn up scruffy or whatever, when unemployment's low, you'll probably still get the job. But when it's not, you know. That uh, visual impact can have a have an effect on your employability, I suppose. I, I mean, there's also the lipstick index, which is kind of of, of the same ilk. It is of the same ilk. You've got to look good, and you know, and it does matter. You know, when you turn turn up to an interview, you, know, you you have a shower, you put on a nice shirt at the very least, and for women, you know, you wear the nice lippy and you look good, so that um, you're more in, in, inclined to be getting an interview. And then you know, you pass the sort of uh, another test that does matter for a potential employer whether you're going to get the job or not. Now, the the Economist Big Mac Index may sound somewhat trite, but it's kind of a bit of a tried and true index over many, many years. Yes, the economists look at uh, the price of a Big Mac in various countries to try to work out the fair value for particular exchange rates because a Big Mac's the same wherever you buy it, whether you buy it in Australia or Taiwan or the UK or South Sudan or whatever it is, and they they work out the price in US dollar terms using the local currency as the benchmark. And where it's obvious that a Big Mac is very expensive in US dollar terms, it suggests that the currency is massively overvalued and vice versa. So it's actually one of these nice little indicators that the Economist magazine trot out every six months or so to work out which currencies are overvalued, undervalued, using the price of a Big Mac as a benchmark. You know, in the old days, we had the gold standard. Yep. Now we might have the Big Mac standard for, for assessing currencies. I mean, I'm not sure whether this story is true, but Big Mac was the, there was a Reserve Bank governor called Ian McFarland, kind of the Big Mac. And the story goes that he used to be in his Martin Place headquarters and watch container ships come in and out of the harbour, Sydney Harbour, and depending on how weighed down, he'd get an idea on the economy. I'm not sure whether it's true, but it's a good tale, wouldn't you agree? It's a very good tale, and it reminds me of another one which uh, 
is for anyone who's driven between Melbourne and Sydney, the Maroolan truck stop. It's a similar thing to Mr McFarlane's number of ships and how low in the water they are, but trucks have to stop there for safety reasons and get you know, weighed and you know checked out on what they're carrying, for example. And so there was this time, the number of trucks that passed through the Maroolan truck stop was an indicator of economic activity because, of course, if there's lots of trucks carrying boxes and things up and down the freeway, you'd get a fair indicator that activity was strong. And, of course, if there's not many trucks, it's weak. However, I think that one got um, pushed to the sidelines because we're moving to a services-based economy Mm, more than a goods-based economy. So that one might have faded along with Mr. McFarlane's the uh, the level of the, uh, <laughs> the waterline on the, the waterline. Correct. So maybe maybe we'll go back to the Reserve Bank's Twitter feed. You reckon the Twitter feed when people are sort of saying things are gloomy or they're searching for these uh, you know very unpleasant sort of things on Google for you know crisis and losses and money problems. It's an indicator that there's financial stress. Well, I'll keep an eye on it. Thank you, Stephen, for talking to Fear and Greed. Thank you, Sean. That was economist Stephen Kukulis. Find him at thecook.com. Michael, now you know where to go to find out what's going on, the lipstick index. If anything, Sean, this conversation just made me paranoid about the messages that I'm sending if I'm wearing like a a skinny tie or buying a a Big Mac or, or wearing lipstick. What are people thinking? Pe- yeah. People like you and Stephen are now drawing kind of conclusions about the economy from me. There's a recession coming. He's got all three. That's yeah. right. He's ticked all the boxes. All right, there we go. Thank you very much, Sean. That's it for today. Make sure you hit follow on the podcast. There's a new episode every day, regular business news back from January 16. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was The Fast Five by Fear and Greed. Fear and Greed.